Hey everyone, welcome to Dread No Mondays. I look forward to today. This one's really exciting. We're joined by Sherry. Many of you might know her with uh, cruisetipstv.com. Um, Sherry, thank you for taking the time to be here. I'm really looking forward to it, looking forward to this conversation. If you wouldn't mind, uh, for people that haven't seen your channel, may not be familiar, uh, give a little bit of introduction and who you are and what you do. Sure, I'd be happy to. Thank you so much for the nice introduction, Kenny. Um, yes, I'm Sherry. I'm with Cruise Tips TV. I am a California-based mom and wife. And I, um, along with my family, back in 2013, started a YouTube channel called Cruise Tips TV. Essentially, our family just felt that we had a lot of good information to share about cruise travel. And we thought, hey, why not? Let's make a packing video and give people some tips on how to make their cruise more amazing. And over the last seven years, our channel has evolved and grown and changed. And we still provide that same type of content in the way of tip videos, um, but also now what we do is we take people along with us on our travels and so we create travel films a lot of people call them vlogs um, that kind of show our experiences in different uh, on different cruise ships we've been on about gosh 35 different cruises with six different cruise lines to a variety of different countries including Asia we've been to Japan and Singapore and been to Hong Kong the Caribbean Alaska Europe and um, Mexican Riviera is one of our favorite destinations right here in our backyard. So that's what we do. Uh, we created a course for new cruisers to help people get squared away if they need a little guidance, like sequential cruise education in the very beginning. And we also have a second channel called Cruise Gear where we talk all about cruise stuff. So we stay pretty busy. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I've, I've watched your channel for quite some time and always referred to. In fact, we've made some of the... Uh, food items that you've shared on your channel oh cool that's <laughs> so times. fun um awesome so you mentioned you've had this you started this seven years ago and one of the, your more recent videos you talked about um in the first couple videos you had you know you're kind of scared shy whatever of getting in front of the camera and putting out that first film um if you wouldn't mind talk about how you overcame that and how you you know just what made you continue? Sure. Yeah, it was pretty terrifying. I don't have any experience at all in broadcasting or doing anything in front of a camera other than posing for a photograph here and there. And I was actually a relatively shy child. Um, I consider myself to be more of an outgoing personality, but I kind of have a side that has a little bit of reservedness to me. So what happened was that in my adult life, I, in my corporate job, I do have a full-time day job, I had an opportunity to serve on a board of directors. And in that volunteer leadership role, I pushed myself into speaking at a podium and in front of others. And, you know, that was probably back in 2008, 2009, right around the time I was having my son. And at that time, I was still really terrified. Um, of public speaking, but I real I wanted to conquer that, so I did. Fast forward five years later to 2013, having that little bit of experience made it a tiny bit easier for me because I knew that I could conquer, I could continue to conquer the fear. So I think that what happened, the nice thing was that we got a lot of positive feedback when we did the YouTube video. Looking back on it now, I don't know why. It's really awful. <laughs> you know, it was awkward. I was reading from a script, but people were kind and they started subscribing and I thought, well, gosh, you know, anyone can do this. You don't have to be a pro. 
So with that confidence that people gave me and good old fashioned practice, because that's really what it's all about. It's just repetition, doing it over and over and over again. But it really took me years to want to pull away from a script and just count on the fact that I did know what I was talking about. I could really just speak from my heart about cruising. Um, and so it was, it's really the hard work that you put in. It's that, you know, whether you're a member of Toastmasters and you're getting up there in front of your group and you're just giving it a try or you're getting on video like, like we did, it was just that trial by fire. And then watching yourself back and thinking, okay, I like this. I don't like this. This tone of voice is really grating. I, I have this bad habit where I might smack my lips. I got to stop doing that. You know, you just learn and you, and you keep pushing ahead and improving. Awesome. Thank you. And um, growing up, my dad used to call practice the naughty P word because oh. everybody hated it. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it, it's simple how, or it's, it's always um, funny how it's, you know, it comes back to the simple basics, you know, just practice, just starting. Um, mm -hmm. You know, um, what about like getting over the, the shyness of fear of, you know, um, especially when you started doing it on the cruise ships, you know, holding the camera out and what if, what if people are looking at me with a camera? What's everybody thinking? You know, what if they don't like it? Or, you know, how do you, how do you push past those kind of thoughts? Or like you said, the, the lip smacking or things you noticed a couple of years ago, you know, oh, someone's going to hate me for this or, or whatever, you know, that critique that you always give yourself. That's a great question. And I still experience quite a bit of, uh, I don't know what the word is, a little bit of reticence when I am holding a camera out in front of myself or when my husband is filming me because of one simple reason. And that is that it's very difficult to get good audio when you're vlogging because you have environmental noises, right? You're on a cruise ship. You might have kids swimming in the pool. You might have a casino behind you. You may have music playing. And so I really have to project my voice. So to me, to this day, Kenny, this is to this day, this is, this fear has not gone away. I literally feel like I'm screaming at the camera when I'm talking like this. And uh, the concept of, the idea of what people around me are thinking is still very much there for me. It hasn't gone away. It's gotten a little bit better, but I still wonder what on earth are people thinking? Do they, they must think I'm nuts to be standing there shouting in a corridor on a cruise ship talking about my day while my husband is blocking someone's stateroom door, right? It's actually quite uncomfortable. Um, my husband, actually, you're saying like, how do you overcome it? My husband, who's, he's extremely introverted. He's the one who continues to remind me, it's okay. You're not screaming. You're actually whispering because you're so self-aware right now. Um, and you need to project your voice. It's okay. People don't care. They're not going to judge you. It's going to be all right. So he reminds me that it's all right. Um, but we do actually try to use discretion <laughs> when we're filming. Um, we would never want to step in front of something that was happening. And when I joked about being in front of someone's stateroom, I was kind of kidding. We would never do that when someone's sleeping or anything like that. We're extremely aware. But I think it's that awareness that kind of constantly has me self-checking. Um, but it's gotten, it's gotten a little bit better, a little bit easier. But I still blush. And I still feel, um, I feel like people are watching me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so with that, you know, what other, 
like areas, not just on your cruise vlogging and stuff, but you also mentioned mm -hmm. the podium work, but what other areas have you seen that has helped you because you've pushed past that? <clears throat> ah, okay. You mean, um, because I pushed past it, have doors sort of opened or have other good things happened? Have doors started opening or you've, mm -hmm. you know, you've taken on something new that five years ago, there was no way on earth or, oh. you know, this, like you said, you know, the first one to what you're doing now is, you know, black and white almost. Yeah. So true. Okay. That's a really terrific question. Several things happened. Um, the first thing, like I said, it was the vlogging, right? It was like, okay, letting go of the control, allowing yourself to surrender to just filming what you're doing. That was number one. Um, I think as we also got better in the studio, we would do the live streams that we do now. So um, that meant that I had to surrender to not having a plan. So we go live on YouTube. The whole idea is for one hour, we just answer cruise questions. I probably can only answer maybe 60% of them. 40% I had to surrender to not knowing the answer. But because people were so kind and forgiving and we kept trying it and they liked just the, just the connection and we liked the connection, we just said, you know what? You don't always have to have the answers. Just get out there and do it. So the live streams were a big pivot. I think that was a next step for us too, was going live and thinking, okay, Whatever I say, whatever I do right now, someone's going to see it and that's okay. You can be human. You don't have to be reading a script all the time. So I had to accept that. Um, also, as we've grown in the channel, we've interviewed some cruise ship professionals, um, hotel general managers, cruise directors, people like that were before I would have been extremely intimidated by that. My approach with that has been twofold. Um, I go at it with a, with a, uh, the idea that I need to remain myself. I do not need to be a newscaster. I do not need to be someone I am not. I need a plan. I need a note card with five to 10 questions on it. But then my job is to continue to be myself and not try to be someone else while I'm taking that on. And if there's any advice, I get messages from people all the time saying, I want to start a YouTube channel. What should I do? You should be you. You need to be yourself. People want that. They're not coming to you so you can pretend to be something else or someone else. So once I accepted that and really truly allowed myself to be who I am, it really made things more fun. And I also, my audience became more my tribe because I was being who I genuinely am. And if someone doesn't like that, they don't have to join us for something. So, you know, be yourself. I like that. And I've, I have noticed that in many of your videos, you know, things happen and all you, the, the olive slips out of your hand or something or. Yeah. There's oftentimes you're like, isn't that right, Mr. Cruise Tips TV or something like that? You know, you're not mm -hmm. exactly on point or on the script and everything. You know, there's, you know, yeah. you're you're being yourself and you're, you know, just going with it. With so I have noticed that and it, it's really awesome. Thank what, you so um, much for that. Thank you. No, no, thank you. Um, what what effect you know with uh, Mr. Cruise Tips TV and Junior Editor I have have they seen or have you seen them be able to step into, you know, with the whole vlogging and website and stuff? He said sure. um, he was a major introvert. Yes. 
<clears throat> yeah, he is. Um, he is an introvert and it's such a beautiful thing the way that our channel came together and that our strengths complement each other. Um, I have, I, especially when we started off, I have no technical ability. The website terrified me. Editing a video, forget it. But all of that to him is very comfortable and very much feeds his creative soul. Whereas for me, I like to be the visionary. I like to come up with the idea and then, um, you know, to be on camera and to be the face of Cruise Tips TV and also to be the business person, because believe it or not, that is kind of my role to collaborate when we do sponsored partnerships. It's I'm on that side of things too. And I actually really love that piece of it. I love that interaction. Now, Junior, his role and my husband's role, I'll definitely spend some time talking about that because it's so interesting. Um, Mr. Cruise Tips TV, he'll make an occasional appearance on a vlog, but it's always on his terms. You know, it's like, okay, do you feel comfortable here? Um, and he's editing the video. So if he doesn't like what he saw, he could just take himself out, right? Like he could, he can control that, but he has become a bit more brave. He doesn't talk on video ever. Um, he, you know, you'll see him running into the water with junior or jumping off of a cliff or maybe holding my hand or his back. So that's comfortable for him. Um, but of course he does all of the technical side of things, the editing, pulling in the footage, maintaining all of our equipment, um, which is a lot of cameras and, um, chargers and just our live stream set alone is very complex with, you know, hubs for YouTube and, um, but the most exciting thing that he has become a part of is our podcast, which is called Cruise Tips TV Unplugged. And he, you know, he sat with me on the first podcast in March of 2019. He's like, I'll try. I'll see how it feels. And he's been my sidekick ever since. And now we're 85 episodes in. So he is fully a part of that. He is half of the process and he, he's funny he has his own thing that he does on the podcast and brings, and it wouldn't be, it, the podcast wouldn't even exist without him. So I'm so thankful that he was bold and brave and wanted to take that on um, because it allows him to shine in a way or, you know, show his personality in a way that he's comfortable with. Junior is still young. He's only 11 years old, so his abilities are limited. Um, we don't want him on camera much. So we'll allow him to be in things a little bit, but due to child safety and just this crazy world that we live in. He's not a front and center part of anything that we do. However, he likes to do what we call kid cam and kid cam is when we're vlogging and he takes the camera and he narrates something. So he might walk through a gift shop with a GoPro on a stick, you know, and say, Hey, look at this cool bear t-shirt. Um, I like this. I like that. And it's his, it's his time, um, to shine. He also sits in on the podcast a little bit here and there and does his thing. Um, one thing that we think for the future for him is he will probably be able to move into the role of photographer. Uh, one thing that's missing from our channel is that due to the fact that we're vlogging when we cruise, which is the video side of things, and it's our vacation time, one thing we lack in is getting really good photos. And I like to use photos on Instagram and for other things too. Um, and just have them for our life. So I'd like to see him move into more of that role. He's getting there, but you know, he's a kid. So he's, he's down here, he's short and he can only do so much. Um, but perhaps the most promising thing that is just part of who he is, is that he has quite incredible proofreading skills. Um, ever since he began to read, he started reading when he was like three, he has had a natural 
ability to um, detect errors and to correct things. And it's just in him. It's who, it's who he is. So I think that website editing, writing, proofreading, copywriting is probably in his future. But again, he's 11. So I don't want to project that onto him too much. That's awesome. You know, I've noticed that in my own family, you know, since I started doing um, the podcast and my YouTube channel, you know, they've been more involved. And my, my seven-year-old is like, I want to make one or can I do one? And so it's, it's cool to, to see them want to be involved and learn and kind of step into those unknowns, but take that leap. Yeah. You know? What's and then cool you also about mentioned- kids? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> What I was going to say too, what's so interesting about kids, like your seven-year-old is a really good example of this. Um, I'm in my mid forties. So for me, there's some elements of social media that honestly, they don't come naturally to me. I, they weren't made for my generation of human, but my son can pick up my phone and he can troubleshoot TikTok or Instagram with me. And I'm sure your seven-year-old probably could already do that too. It's such a weird thing. And so I really, I want to kind of maximize that as he grows older, as it's appropriate. You know, we don't want to give him too much access to social media. But I think that that's something we have to remember is our kid, these, these programs were made for our kids and they get it more than we do. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some programs where I'm asking him how to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Same. So, and you mentioned a minute ago about your podcast, and then it, it tied back into what you said earlier about being yourself. You know, and I just listened to your podcast where you were talking about um, building loyalty with one cruise line versus um, playing the field. Is that the term that he used? Yeah, my husband did, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but in there, you know, it happened to be, uh, I think it was your anniversary. So a happy mm-hmm. anniversary recently. And, and talk like a pirate day. Yeah, your husband meant is like, I'm just here to say five dumb things and then I'm going to fade out. And, you know, so, <laughs> you know, just it really emphasized, you know, just being yourself, you know, just letting that part shine, you know, not being, yeah. not being yeah. afraid of, oh no, I messed up. What are they going to say? Or what are they going to think of me? Yeah, it's so Fair. true. <laughs> So true. It is funny too. Um, yeah, it, it, once you get, once you find that groove and you just are who you are, you do such better work because you, you know, it's hard for us, I think as humans to accept the fact that people, you know, they're coming to us because we are the brand that is, that they're interested in. They're interested in your podcast because they love the idea of what you're saying and who you are. And it's, it's hard because we don't want to be egotistical, right? And, and so we fight that concept so naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't want to. Uh, and we've been taught in society, you know, don't show off or, you know, mm-hmm. play by the rules and this is how it's done or whatever, you know. And, yeah. You know, don't laugh or don't make mistakes or things like that, you know. So it's hard to get out of those things that you've been, that have been ingrained in you your whole life. Exactly. Especially especially if you have a a natural fear. I don't want to say fear, but fear of something like, like with you as public speaking for me, it's a lot of the same thing. You know, I'd rather, I avoid downtown because I don't like crowds. Yep. (laughs) Totally. But but to, to push yourself past that, you know, it's, it's already hard enough, then let alone with everything that's been ingrained with you, you know, play by the rules, whatever it is, you know, it just makes it so much harder to be who you really want to be. 
So true. So true. Um, I want to switch gears a little bit. Um, with you being in the, uh, you know, blogging about cruises and whatnot, and with the cruise industry being a big focus on a lot of, you know, job layoffs and whatnot, um, your experience and whatnot, or even around you and myself, um, what is something, you know, a lot of people have been um, laid off and lost their jobs and stuff. What's something that you've found or heard people doing to kind of help find positivity in that, you know, kind of negative situation? Yeah. Um, we've talked to a lot of different people about different things that they're doing. And I, I can give you a couple of examples of people who are in the cruise industry that are doing really cool things. I don't know if you're familiar, Kenny, with um, cruise director Kabir. He has his own podcast. Have you heard of him? I have not, not specifically. Okay, so what he's, he's doing is he has a podcast where he's sharing stories of his cruise history. And when he's not doing that, he's holding Bollywood dance classes on Instagram. Because when he was on the cruise ship, he would do Bollywood classes. And he's, you know, probably got lots of people who are really missing cruising doing that kind of a thing. Um, of course, you're seeing people, a lot of, to be honest, a lot of people in the cruise industry, they moved home, move home with parents, move home with family, whatever they can do until they find out. Cause they're, they're typically, you know, in certain, with certain exceptions, a lot of times they don't necessarily have a permanent place to live unless they're of childbearing age and they've got a family at home or whatever. So they moved home I've seen a lot of people focus on gardening, <laughs> you know, doing things around their home, which is something that we've done as well. Um, picking up a hobby has certainly been something, uh, looking for another job, <laughs> a lot of different things. But I think to stay positive also, um, I've seen people doing their best to, and, and this is in the cruise industry, to make sure that when they see fallacies or inaccuracies in the media to kind of combat those and say, look, guys, that's not how it is. When you're on a ship, this really isn't the way it is. So when they're seeing something maybe blown out of proportion or turned into a negative news story, they're kind of coming on and saying, no, that's not, it's not true. I like that, you know, just kind of pivoting and finding something that they can focus on and, and um, focus on the positivity. I really yeah. like the uh, Bollywood class online. I've seen a few things like that, you know, and even have uh, like, virtual cruises to a degree oh yeah you know so just i think just having that conversation on even if you're getting on a zoom with 50 people from a cruise line that you like or whatever you know just for an hour could really lighten the the tone or whatever so yeah so true awesome. it's so true thank you thank you for sharing that um awesome well sherry it's been a great conversation. I really appreciate it. You know, thanks for your insight, sharing um, what you've learned. Um, one more question. Where can people find you? We mentioned cruisetipstv.com. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they can find us on our website, cruisetipstv.com, which is a great hub for everything else. We're on YouTube. Just search Cruise Tips TV. It's all one word. We also have our Cruise Gear channel. We do a lot of fun things on Instagram. So if you're on Instagram, um, and you enjoy Instagram stories. We are sharing a lot of our home life right now. For example, 
we're building a, an outdoor dining table out of a wine barrel. And we're sharing that process in our Instagram story. So that's also just Cruise Tips TV. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're pretty much everywhere. <laughs> awesome. And we'll post those links in the comments below with the video. Again, Sherry, thank you for taking the time to, to be here and share your insight and your knowledge with, with everyone. Thank you so much, Kenny. Keep up the awesome work. I absolutely love your podcast. Thank you. Thank you.